0: Hello Joseph. Hello Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years and every single week we call one another and we catch up.
1: Yes we do Mike Lawson. Yes we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week.
0: Um, welcome. I, I want to say real quickly that we're uh, recording this live at Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap because uh, it's Monday morning at 8 a.m. And I'm just going to say that once. Um, so moving <laughs> people, on.
1: Have people complained to you that you say it too much? No, I just feel like I do. Don't I? No, but I'm going to tell you something. This is what I've learned. i learned this from doing RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, available yeah. at RuPaul's Drag race recap.com and available <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. But what I was going to say is... Here's what I started doing. We started getting complaints that um I was plugging Patreon too much. So I did start doing it just once in the show. But yeah. I do like, a kind of like long push for it and I read it. I don't know, make it I feel like I make it feel more commercial. Yeah. But there was I didn't experiment. Because people go, ah, eh, you're plugging Patreon, blah, 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 blah. Right? So I didn't experiment where like a week or two, I didn't talk about Patreon at all. And our subscriber numbers like we didn't get any new subscribers, and then when I started talking about it again, our subscriber numbers went back up. So even though it's annoying, you know what? Just <laughs> <laughs> we provide all this free this content. Is so and inside it's, baseball? No, it's this not because awesome. what I'm saying is, if you're trying to help these people to listen to this show live, we're not just trying to sell them anything. Even though if you do want to get Mike Lawson's diabetes book, you can go to amazon.com and just can you can you just type in your name and will the book come up?
0: Yeah, the problem is there's a guy named Mike Lawson that writes mystery political novels mm-hmm. so um, you can go to diabetesdoodles.com actually and there's an Amazon link there and ah, there's also there some go. like downloadable
1: coloring uh, sheets so let me ask you this question here's just a yeah. deal. If they go to DiabetesDoodle.com and they go through the Amazon link, do you double dip then?
0: No. I understand what you're saying. Like affiliate?
1: Yeah. No. (laughs) So you don't get like the 15% or whatever it is from that and then plus what you get?
0: No. I'll look into that though. I haven't really thought about that because I don't have anything set up for the link. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't have any of those kind of
1: accounts, but I can look mm-hmm. into that. Now, without getting into how much you've made, have you have you, have you yeah. you gotten a check from Amazon yet?
0: Yeah, monthly, every um, month. So, at the end of the month, they send a check for the previous month's profit. And, and have you and, been really, like, happy with it? You're like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm, I mean, what, what I'm happy with is, like, how consistent it's been. Like, the checks so far have been all the same amount,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I kind of thought, like, oh, it would – sell really well in the beginning because of the push that I did and then it mm. would taper off but yeah. it hasn't tapered off yet which is cool
1: yeah that's why I have to get off my ass and write an SAT book or an ACT book like a funny one I have one like a third of the way written but I think because with the SAT and ACT people always need the SAT and ACT yeah so it'll just because cons- it'll just always keep coming but and it's like people are searching for that kind of content yeah 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 and no one. No one's written it the way I'm going to write it. Well, I'm going to have my grinder account. I'm like, no, bo- no girls, boys only. <laughs> and here's my phone number. You basically are just a little rascal. <laughs> That's your life. <laughs> and I have like the little like like a uh, propeller beanie on. Your adventures and your wacky mom. You know, it's so funny that you say that because. um Last night we were, I, you know, I, I hung out with adults at the, the weekly pizza party. And um, have I ever told you the story about my friend Johnny and his kids? Uh, I I don't remember if you have. Okay, so my friend Johnny and Ju- my friend jo- it's more again, like, Shaw gay. I forget they has a wife too named Julianne. So Johnny and Julianne have these two kids, a boy and a girl. Um, I don't give their names out, but they have okay. a boy and a girl, right? Yeah. And Mike Lawson, I'm telling you, they're the most amazing kids I've ever met in my entire life. To the point where it's actually hurt other kids' feelings because I didn't realize. I don't you know I, I don't have kids, right? So I was talking to Johnny and Julianne at one of these pizza parties and talking about how amazing their kids are and how they're the most amazing kids ever. Mercedes Kid, one of them heard <laughs> me say that. I got his feelings like really hurt when I said that. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. but they are Mike. I was talking to the boy yesterday. just saying like, Oh, how's school? Like you when know, like we were passing through the, in the kitchen and he's like 10 or something. Like that, right. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, how's school? And he's like, eh, it's good. I'm like, what are you up to? You, you know, whatever. And he's like, first of all, I, I made brownies. Like, you want a brownie? And he goes, don't really like chocolate that much. <laughs> and like, that's weird and i go what are you up to and he goes oh i'm writing a book with my friend and i was like okay which i'm already like what he's writing a book and then i go oh so you, what? like i was thinking like they have i'm all I, I was like they haven't really written like i've done that you know where i'm gonna write a book or something like that right yeah and like we're already 115 pages in <laughs> they, have, they, have, they have 115 pages written of um, this book, Even if it's a shitty book At 10 years old I had wasn't writing a book You know yeah. <laughs> And Mike I'm not even joking You can have with the boy and the girl um, An actual conversation with them About books And that like they can have like Now granted look, they're children But like way more than you would think you'd be able to have with a child And yeah. so, anyway, I, the reason I got into this story was We were having a conversation And I don't remember why this came up But Johnny said that he read that Um Oh, 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 have you ever watched those documentaries, the Seven Up documentaries? No. And there's this documentary filmmaker named Michael Apted who um, came up. He had this series of documentaries, um, and they're called Seven Up, Fourteen Up. He goes every seven years, he revisits the kids. You know, I and mean, they're like at fifty something. You know. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was talking to Johnny, and he told Johnny that like by the time you hit eight, your personality is already set you know. And I was thinking about it all. Hmm. It kind of makes sense. I was putting on little shows. The only thing I think that's different for me between eight being 8 years old and me now is that I'm not, I'm not a ventriloquist <laughs> yet. Did you see that SNL skit this week with the magicians? No, should I watch it cuz I, I I generally yeah. find SNL to be kind of awful.
0: It's I mean this is not this is not their best work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like a dating show where she's trying to date a magician and it's just a bunch of magician jokes. You might think it's kind of funny. I might
1: think it's funny kind of magician. Because sometimes yeah. sometimes again, a lot of magicians go into comedy and they are like they're hard to find them, but like like Adam De la Pena, they find magic funny. Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe he might have some inside magic jokes. Don't know. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Well,
0: funny that you should talk about your foot and your mouth. Um, I was at work uh this week this is not really a long great story but one of my coworkers came in with like her hair braided and then the dress she was um wearing kind of had like the the cut of it and like I don't know the pattern everything mm-hmm. looked sort of like renaissance fairy mm-hmm. you know a little
3: bit mm-hmm.
0: and so i was like i said something like oh look at you today like you look like a renaissance fair nerd or something like <gasps> that. Like kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would, but I thought in the moment, if she was like really a renaissance fair nerd, she would like push back. And then I would steer the conversation in that the direction of like, Oh, tell me about your renaissance fair nerdness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she didn't, she just sat quiet and didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But Joey, like, later that night, like, hours, hours later, this whole thing has left my mind. I'm scrolling through Facebook, and she went to Renaissance Fair this weekend oh, and posted, like, <laughs> an album of, like, a hundred pictures. So she oh, is, like, no. a total Renaissance
1: Fair nerd. <laughs> and she didn't – but, you know, sometimes I feel like with Renaissance Fair nerds that they would be, like, why, well, yes, I am, good sir. You know, yeah. like, but she, she didn't do the that. The name I go by is, I don't know. You ever hear of this Tanner the Latte Boy? Uh, yeah.
0: From uh, the award winning podcast Pod Is My Copilot, found award- at podismycopilot.com or wherever you subscribe to audio podcasts.
1: Yeah. And he has this co host on there named Taffy Carlisle Huffington. Oh, is she a Renaissance Fair person? No, but her husband Tank is. I think okay. every year he does like, I think, I want to feel like, archery or like smith like blacksmith something weird like that where he's like super into like renaissance fair stuff that's interesting
0: i don't I, it's a special breed of person right like there's people that are into it and you could kind of once you find that out about them you know it like reveals so much about
1: them i feel have you ever <laughs> like have, have you like been bird to bird owners <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh, don't say anything. Have you have you ever been to a Renaissance fair?
0: No, I haven't. Which is really judgmental of me then to sit here and say anything about them. But I just what I'm talking about is like a serious Renaissance fair person, not the casual Renaissance fair goer.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Um, I've never been. I don't know if I would like it.
0: Yeah, I. Some of it makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like seeing adults kind of role
1: play like that makes me feel. Anxiety. Meanwhile, every week you go to the theater. <laughs> like I don't like seeing adults play different roles and characters. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh, by the way, oh, we'll talk about this. we'll talk about this during John Mike on the Isle But um, oh, so, so so you've never been to Renaissance? I would love to know what it's really like because, like, are you just eating like like pheasant and like no. there's oh. like turkey legs? I've seen.
0: Like the uncomfortable part for me is like the, what is this Facebook you talk about? A book oh, yeah, of faces? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff is like, yeah, Ugh.
1: Yeah, like, Ugh. yeah.
0: So what else is going on with you? Do you have any other stories?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I haven't told a story yet, but I'll tell you this. Oh, now it's time for Mike and Joe. On the aisle. This week, we're talking about the horror film *Hereditary*, starring Tony Collette and Gabriel Byrne. Mike Lawson, have you seen the movie *Hereditary*? No. What, are, what nope. are your What are your thoughts on horror movies? I
0: don't. So I don't love suspense. Actually, horror is fine, mm-hmm. but like the suspenseful parts don't make me feel good. So I don't tend to really watch them. Mm-hmm. I did just watch *Child Play* though. For no good reason.
1: Yeah. The one with the Chucky, the doll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Which is so funny because that came out when I was a kid. And I remember it looked... There used to be a doll called My Buddy. Yeah. And it looked a lot like the My Buddy doll.
0: Kid sister.
1: Oh, that's right. Kid sister. (laughs) Kid sister and me. Anyway, um so anyway, everyone, you know, I like horror films, and Hereditary came out in May, and generally any kind of smart horror film I see in the theater kind of like them so much, I have no idea how I missed this one, I didn't even know about it but recently a lot of people kept saying like, oh, have you seen Hereditary, it was like, it was in the air it was in the zeitgeist, so to speak and finally, friend of the show, Jay Ellis, After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis um, encouraged me to watch uh, Hereditary, okay so I had tell my parents uh that I was gonna watch Hereditary, and they were like, "Oh, because my parents like horror movies they went in fact, this is so weird. they went to go see that movie the Nun yeah, and you know because they're super Catholic, my parents, right? yeah, but I do love that my parents are super liberal and Catholic, so like my dad was just telling me um, he, he just got back from a retreat this weekend and he was like. Oh, man. It's real annoying, man, that Darn the Cheat, they broke in like it was a, like a breaking news to tell us that they sworn in Brett Kavanaugh, and everybody cheered. I was, like, grossed out. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, they're like, oh, because they went to go see The Nun, and I love how... I, I have not seen this movie The Nun, but they're like, you know, Joey, it's actually a very spiritual movie, and it's about the power of God and about how it defeats evil. And I was like, isn't it about none that kills people? And they just looked at each other like, ugh, simple young man. You know? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so they like horror movies. Uh the morning flam. Phleg- oh, it's gone. <clears throat> Remember in the old days I would have like done that and then like gone back and cleared like <laughs> the uh, audio? Now I don't care. Like you're just gonna hear me clear my throat. <clears> throat> anyway. So, I, they're like, whoa, we'll watch this Hereditary. It's a horror movie. I go, yeah. Well, it rained last week. And, uh, oh, I've been doing this new thing with my brother. Where every Wednesday, I cook dinner. Like a healthy dinner. Yeah. For my brother. Like, Have we talked about this? Um, You told me. I don't <clears throat> know that we were recording, though. Okay, but well, let me, let me tell I you this. know that. The first two weeks we did it, it was problem-free. Like, I would go over, I'd make, um, you know, a simple meal, you know, like, it'd be good. Like, one week we had pork tenderloin with some vegetables and all, right? Betty and Joe invite themselves to the dinner. Now it's complicated. Yeah. Does it have to be beef? And I'll think, well, that's what we're having. Because Mike and I already discussed it. We knew they were coming. We had no changes. Your father doesn't really like spicy things. (laughs) I'm going to make a special meal for the girls. Like, no, the girls can eat whatever we're going to eat. And they just keep trying to change it. Anyway, so we had dinner, and they they, they try to change it. Whatever. So then afterwards, we decided to watch this Hereditary. I have very complicated thoughts on this Hereditary, right? Mm -hmm. It's not not a horror movie. It's, It's basically like a demonic possession movie. It's like a cross between, I guess, The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby Mm alright here's my here's my dilemma it's a well made film it's not like a horror movie you've ever seen It it has zero jump scares okay for instance there's no jump scares and it's a very well made horror film but it relies on basically making you feel very uncomfortable and very anxious the entire movie So I'm not going to spoil anything, but early on in the film, something gut-wrenching, not gross, not gory, just gut-wrenching, happens early in the film. And the whole movie is based upon this. And it's, it was, Mike, it was awful. My mom was angry with me afterwards. Uh, Angry. (laughs) She was like, how dare you make me watch that movie? And you know what's so funny? It's one of these movies... It has like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it has a D plus on Cinema Score, the one where they poll the audiences. And I was reading about the movie afterwards, and a lot of audience members would leave in the middle of the movie. Like, if you have any kind of triggers, do not watch this movie. It deal You know what's funny? My mom actually may have put it in a different way, because she was telling me- she was telling everybody about how much she hated this movie. She hated it so much. If it deals with death. And the actual... Can you know when you see a horror movie, it's just like... Let's say they're at the, at the sleepaway camp, right? And Jason or Freddy, I don't know who anybody is, right? They kill their friend, and it'll be like the next day, they're like, nothing happened, right? No, this deals with death in the way you really would deal with that. And... Huh. Um, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's a well-made film. It's just... Imagine if you found your roommates all murdered in a house, right? Mm -hmm. Mutilated of how you would really, really react to that. Well, with you, it's hard because you're probably the one that mutilated and murdered them. But imagine the way a non-sociopath would have reacted. It's like that. And it's very, 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 very uncomfortable. And, but so this is why I'm torn is yes, I hate it for that part. And I guess this gets into a debate about art and whatnot, but like that was the intent of the director. So in a a way he succeeded. And I don't have any thoughts on that. Like, I don't. <laughs> have you ever seen a like a, any work of art where like the artist is trying to upset you? So like, if, have... if it works, if he if he uh, if he succeeds in upsetting you, then was he successful? Do you give it a positive review? Right right, right, right.
0: I get it. I don't. It doesn't sound something like something I'm gonna rush out to see. No,
1: no. See, yeah. this is the thing. I don't know why this J. Ellis told me to watch this movie. There should this movie needs trigger warnings. If you have problems with wrenching heartbreak and child death and the reaction to watching your child die Uh don't watch this movie <laughs> cool uh, uh, yeah, good suggestion Joe so anyway the point is Betty wasn't mad at me for like two days like literally angry yeah. with me that I made her watch this movie which by the way in the middle of it she's like Joey this movie is disgusting and I go stop watching that was mike and joe on the aisle what's going on with you mike lawson
0: um nothing i did want to um say we we talked a little bit about this on the the lost episode that we recorded last week Mm -hmm. and we re-recorded um so i submitted a blood test um for prep oh yeah so you and I talked about it, mm-hmm. and um, basically, long story short, mm-hmm. I'm a coward, and I don't want to talk about my talk to my doctor about sex mm-hmm. uh, for some reason. And so I uh, am going through an online pharmacy to get on prep, which is a anti HIV medication. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of talked about it, but what are your thoughts on prep and
1: all of that? So. Okay, I love prep. You know what's so funny? I don't know if I, I think I may have mentioned this on the last episode that whenever I bring up prep to straight friends, I would say the vast majority of my straight friends have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The the vast majority don't even know this exists. And so when I explain to them, they're like, "Oh my god, why don't I know more about this?" Um oh. And so i'm off. I find my I find myself explaining it often. and I don't even know if I'm doing a good job of explaining yeah. it. I try I, I feel try like it. people that are listening to this
0: probably know what it is,
1: yeah, do you know what it stands right. for? No, do you? I did at one point, but now I don't. let me see if I can <laughs> let me let me see let me see what if I can find out what it stands for. And also, do you have a, a simple way of explaining this?
0: Um, it's a once a day pill that you take that makes the i don't really know it makes it statistically um unlikely to contract hiv
1: right yeah <laughs> I, how I, you would explain yeah it? i i this is how i've explained it to straight people i've said it's the closest thing we have right now to a vaccine yeah okay i said it, it basically acts like almost like like a medication like a super condom Right. Like
0: a pre-exposure prophylactic, almost.
1: <laughs> well, I have here... This one's... Oh, this, oh so pep... That's is that's what they said yeah. in the chat. Yeah, pre-exposure prophylactic. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Oh, which... Prophylactic, yeah, is a condom. So, um, yeah, pre-exposure prophylactic. Wait, how do you say it? Prophylaxis? Let me see. Prophylactic. Oh, pre-exposure oh, prophylaxis. Okay. So... Uh, it's a cl- and also like yeah, it basically likes like a big condom. And what's funny is, for a long time there was a hundred percent success rate. I think there was one. There's been like one case where someone on prep got HIV, but like yeah. it's only one one person has gotten it. Okay, it's it's really 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 super effective. And I still, I still. Recommend because as we all know, I'm an infectious disease doctor, but I still recommend and an endocrinologist, but as I still recommend that you still use a condom with it, but it is another layer of protection. Now, here's where it gets controversial. Do you remember this controversy with this um what's the name of the guy from American Horror Story? Gay guy? Latino last name, but what's his name? Gay um, play Spock in Star Trek movies. Oh, Zachary Quinto. Yes. Remember I remember a year or two ago, he gave an interview for some gay magazine. He talked about how he was worried because he felt that the younger generation, because of medication like prep, were going back to the old sort of pre-AIDS habits. Uh, that we had to unsafe sex. And he was worried that it was giving – it was teaching young people they could have unsafe sex. And you you still always practice safe sex. Do you remember this controversy? And they had to come out and walk it back. Yeah, I don't really care. (laughs) So what's this new thing now? You just come on on the show now and start stories and go, you don't care?
0: (laughs) I don't care about Zachary Quinto and his opinion on if people should have sex they enjoy or not. (laughs) I don't care.
1: I really don't. Okay. So uh, there's that. And then uh, anyway, what else do you want to say about PrEP? Okay, now you're
0: mad. I'm not angry.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I just don't care about Zachary Quinto's
1: opinion on PrEP. Well, look, they asked him in an interview, and I think he was saying, you know, that um, that like, I, I don't know if any, like, I mean, you could disagree with him. Do you disagree with him? Do you disagree with that point, whether it's made by Zachary Quinto or not?
0: No, I mean, I'd like to see like data about it, or see if that's the case that more people are not using condoms, like that. That's interesting, but well,
1: I think you should use condoms because I, I think again, again, I think we may have talked about this on the last episode, but uh, we're we're very very close to um, I think it's gonorrhea, is it? Um, I think gonorrhea is is going to be uncurable soon. Uh, um, because, uh, most of the, it's it, the, the virus has now mutated in such a way that I think there's only one strain of antibiotics left that will work on it. And they don't know how long that will last. And then once it's done, it's just an uncurable disease. So, um, it actually speaks more to how like doctors over prescribe, um, Uh, antibiotics so these viruses are mutating which i don't understand like how does the this is so weird how does the virus learn go like you know what i'm gonna change yeah i don't get it either the
0: it's really fascinating and also kind of scary how like (laughs) how little my brain understands
1: it yeah because in my head right if you have a virus okay and it's inside of you then it should react to whatever the 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 antibiotic is, but like, how does it then learn? Like, how how is the virus learning because you're killing it? Does that makes any sense,
0: or yeah, we're, we're.
1: I don't think we're smart enough. Yeah, to I, I, I don't get it at all. I'm sure J <laughs> Thomas Plank in the chat room will explain to us. There's uh, one person listening that's like really angry <laughs> right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, Zipper says it's bacterial, not viral. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Actually, very good point because antibiotics attack bacteria not virus and that that's why uh these these antibiotics aren't working because a lot of times uh people will go into the doctor and they just think antibiotics cure everything like they'll go through they'll have a cold or a flu okay and uh then they'll go i want antibiotics the doctor's like i that doesn't even do anything for you and they're like i want it but so the so zippers in the chat room is fine is right not fine he's right it's uh, it's bacterial (laughs) not viral anyway so so, did you get? So have you have you got any updates on the prep on what's going no, on? No, so
0: that? I had to submit like piss and a swab of everywhere and blood and I submit that, and I'm waiting for those results, and then I'll get the prescription filled. So it's in the works, in the works. <laughs> but yeah. I posted a picture of something on Instagram, and somebody uh-huh. made a joke about: Is this going to be an after breakfast topic? And so I thought, oh yeah, that's a great thing to to bring up and acknowledge on here. So that w- that was the long story um, that I didn't want to put on Instagram. That I was submitting um, a fecal, uh, a, a fe- ass swab.
1: <laughs> to. Oh, wait, how do you take? How do you take the? So it's not like you actually like poop in something. No, 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 no.
0: It's like you put a little like Q tip mm, in your butt mm. and then put it in this little. No, I would rather have HIV. <laughs> stop so you did it yeah I did it I did all of it oh my goodness Um, and it, so it's testing for a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that big of a deal
1: interesting now now oh wait that's more of an after breakfast topic never mind I'll ask that question after breakfast but okay, um, okay so you're just getting ready so you gotta take the pill every day interesting well keep us updated on your uh, on your prep stuff Anything else going on? No.
0: Do you have any other stories?
1: Yeah, listen to this. So I told you my dad went on a retreat. Yeah. So Betty really didn't want to be alone, so she asked me to like to like hang out with her. But by the way, she has a better social life than I do. <laughs> Friday night, she and her cousins got together and went to dinner at this. My gloss in this restaurant is so horrible. It's called Noodle World, okay? It was in Monterey Park, which Monterey Park has amazing Asian food because a very high Asian population. And I don't know, I don't know what your opinion what's your opinion on Asian food? Do you like Asian food? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Um is it easy as a vegetarian or is it hard?
0: It depends. Like um Chinese food, not so much, but like Vietnamese food, yes. Yeah. Thai food usually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it depends. Yeah. <laughs> But I I do really like uh, Vietnamese food is probably
1: real high on my list. Which is so funny because it's vegetarian because there's something about the flavor profile. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. If someone goes, let's go get Vietnamese. I'm like, yeah, let's go. But it's not something I've ever got. I'm never craving Vietnamese. Let me put it that Uh, way. I am. The food or the people? The food. Uh, Right now I am. Yeah. So the point is this. We go to this noodle world. Mike Lawson. Here's a deal. If you have any kind of food that that does a culture, okay, that, that, that like Asian food or Mexican food, or no, I'm not going to say Latin food, they have to stick to one of those subs. Like in other words, you can't any place that does like Japanese, Thai, Chinese, uh, yes, you is yes, you're right. never good, and Vietnamese. If, if they're mixing, if it's like pan Asian, they're going yeah. to be like mediocre at best at all of them. Okay, sure. Well, this place is terrible at all of them.
0: So. With the possible exception of a, like a fusion place that's like very intentional.
1: Yes, yes. At the okay. way they're putting them, together. you're right. I agree with that. There used to be a place in Pasadena called Thai Italian. It was yeah. Thai and Asian and Thai and Italian fusion. Anyway, interesting. So my mom, my you know this noodle world's in Los Angeles basically, and, and my mom doesn't want to really drive into this neighborhood, especially at night. She goes, "Will you go with me when I go to this dinner with my cousins?" I'm like, sure. Free dinner, right? she all buy dinner. Yeah. I'm like, it's already frustrating going to dinner with one Betty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I was with four Bettys. And they're yeah. all yapping and talking about... Like, for instance, one of them was like... She kept asking me, what are you going to get? Because they were doing... You know, on Asian food is like all family style. Right. You know? She goes, what are you going to get? And I go... Because she's like, this person's going to get, you know, the pad thai. This person's getting the pad cu. I'm getting the wonton soup. She's getting the vegetable platter. We're getting the egg rolls. You know, this. What are you going to get? And I'm all, I go, I don't know. This vegetable fried rice? No, you shouldn't get that. You should get the steamed rice. Because I like steamed rice. And I'm like, okay, get a steamed rice. No, no, get what you want. Get what you want. But- you know, I'm like, okay. Then I'll get the fried rice. Mm. I really like steamed rice, and I'm like, why don't you just order whatever? And then it's fine, I don't care, I'll just have whatever. So we got the fried rice. And by the way, every even her, everyone liked the fried rice and, and got it. Okay, yeah. Um, so then, um, then they're yapping away. Then the bill comes, right? And of course, they the super complicated can we have can we split the bill? Like, four ways, you know? And the, But, the, again, the waitress was accommodating, right? Yeah. But my, it is true. My mom had me stop at an ATM first, okay? To get cash. To get cash. Yeah. Because she needed to split it. And everybody else was throwing down cards. And this was, like, not confusing the waitress, right? But the waitress is standing right there. And my mom says, literally says to... um. Um, hold on. I'm actually, I wrote a Sweet Michael. What they said? Oh, here we go. She goes. I went and got cash because I don't trust Asian restaurants. The the, oh, the waitress is right there. The waitress right there. She says she doesn't trust Asian restaurants. So that's why she went and what? got cash. And, oh and nobody God thinks God. this is weird. And nobody, th- no, nope, none of the, all the Bettys are like, yeah, that makes sense.
0: I I, I thought she was gonna say something like. The waitress didn't wouldn't understand how to do I don't know the like complicated splitting no, or something. But Jesus I,
1: Christ, I know what she's talking about. There's this Chinese noodle place by our house, and um, we went. I My mean, mom had like left her card at home, like her debit card or something, and so she used a credit card she never uses. Yeah, and then. And so she used it there. It's the only place she ever used it. I guess they like, never used his credit card. And then all of a sudden, uh, someone uh, started, like, a few days later, started, like, writing up all these charges on their credit card. So yeah. my mom's like, oh, she, she's, 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 she's probably right that someone swiped the card there. You know, like, uh, they skimmed it. But it doesn't mean that all Asian restaurants do that.
0: Right. Like, some lady named Betty robbed me once, so I don't trust any of them
1: now. I know. <laughs> they should all go to jail. That's crazy. Then... The next day, she went to dinner with one, of the, with one of the other cousins that was there, right? Mike Lawson, if, you know where we went? They were so excited, too. Sizzler. <laughs> right? And I was, she was like, can you please drive? me kind of like to drive at night. And I was like, oh, can, did it had to be Sizzler? And she goes, Joey, you're not going to believe this. This is a really nice Sizzler. Where they, like, <laughs> actually are, like, really. When was the time we were to Sizzler. Oh, my God, 1987? Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, like, they – he goes, Joey, they have – like, you know how they have the salad bar? They now have, like, workers who are like, hello, sir, what can I get for you? And then I go, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, and it's, like, super nice. Everything's very fresh. I go, hmm, well, I don't know. And she goes, Joey, there's going to be a guy there. When you go to the salad, you're going to pick your salad, and he's going to ask you if he can toss your salad. And <laughs> I was like <laughs> – okay and i was like laughing she goes what's so funny and i go nothing and then she goes what you don't like to have your salad tossed joey <laughs> and i go no i'm yes i mean i don't and i go she was just she kept going and so i i was texting sweet michael while she was doing this i want your opinion he's convinced that she knew what she was saying no that's what i think too. i'm with you i don't think she knew what she was saying because then they kept talking about sizzler because then my, you know, my mom's cousin and my mom would go and do like, she goes, did you get your salad toss? And she'd be like, yes, I got my salad. Did you get your salad? And I'm like, oh, my God, all this salad tossing talk. What is your opinion like on salad tossing, if by the way? Mo-
0: if your mom knew what it was, I don't think she would feel that
1: comfortable making no, jokes about no, it. No, Oh, by the way, by the way, she went to like a little mini retreat on Saturday. Uh-huh. And she comes back, right? And she's like, fine. She's like, oh, hi. It was, you know, I had a really good time. And then she goes, I'm just going to go to the restroom for a second. She goes to the restroom. Like a minute later, she comes back. Mike Lawson, tears streaming down her face. What? Yeah, tears streaming down her face. And she goes, can I talk to you, please? (gasps) And I go, yeah. She goes, and she's crying. She's crying, Mike Lawson. She goes, I just want to apologize to you because I was. this came out in the retreat today. It was a very emotional retreat about how... And basically, I feel like when you were younger, you were telling me what you wanted to be when you grew up, and I didn't let you do that. I tried to impose my will on you. And so I'm thinking about maybe, like, did she tell she me why I wanted to be a writer, which they did not support, or why I wanted to be – I never wanted to be an actor, but if I – maybe when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor, which I didn't support, or a ventriloquist, uh-huh. or a professional accordion player. I don't know what, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. They all these noble this, career all choices. All these noble career choices, you know. And, and she doesn't know yet that I'm starting a podcasting network, right? <laughs> and so I I go, oh, okay. And she goes, I go, what are you talking about specifically? She goes, well, I remember when you were a kid, you were just a little boy, and you said to me, Mama, I want to be a priest. And I, <sighs> and I told you No. And I should have supported you. I go, I have no memory of that conversation. (laughs) And she goes, you don't? And I go, no. Well, what I'm just trying to say is if you want to be a priest, I'm fine with it. And And I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't want to be a priest. Oh, and she's intrigued over there. No, 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 I didn't say that part. I didn't say that part. I was like, oh, okay. But meanwhile, she was like, I'm starting a podcasting network. That's just one. That's why I don't know. I don't, I can't even tell if it's a step above or below a ventriloquist. <laughs> it's well, one at the least two. you're
0: talking to other people on this.
1: <laughs> that's true. Ventriloquists just
0: like talk to themselves. Yeah, They're I dummy. know. Oh, wait. I'm
1: the dummy in this. Are you, <laughs> you're though? To a dummy. Are you, though? I feel maybe feel like I'm the dummy.
0: Hey, I wanted to tell you a uh, update on one of our uh old friends. Um he's not a friend. More than a year after the deadly white nationalist gathering in uh Charlotte's oh crap. This webpage just reloaded. <laughs> More than a year after the deadly white nationalist gathering in Charlottesville, federal authorities have indicted four California militants mm-hmm. including one dude from Berkeley who we talked about on this show who worked for this hot dog chain, top dog in Berkeley until a Twitter campaign to identify attackers in Charlottesville, Virginia revealed his connection to white supremacy. And then they um, fired his ass. <gasps> we talked about that yeah, on yeah, this yeah. podcast. And so he's been indicted. And I just wanted to bring that up because that's an update on one of our old stories. Thank you for the update. Yeah. Do you have any news stories
1: from LA that you wanted to
0: tell me about? <laughs> I
1: just read this one. It was actually I was gonna play it. It was from uh, uh, KPCC, you know, from Southern yeah. California Public Radio. And I was gonna play, it, but it was a four minute piece, and I, I go, "But you know, if it's a good four minutes, maybe I'll play it." The first minute, it's fine, right? So I didn't. I'm, not gonna, play. I'm just gonna tell you. Tell so me. do you know the the University Azusa Pacific University? Yeah, I do. It's a Christian university. Christian, yeah. And I guess, for the longest time, they've had this like weird rule in the books that um you can't be in a gay relationship or be openly gay at a specific right so what would happen is 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 that l g b t q plus do you say the plus sign um I don't, but I understand you, yeah. The LGBTQ people, what they would have to do is have to meet off campus. So all of a sudden they decided to raise a, a big deal about it, and they actually, you know, talked to the administrators, and the administrators were like, you know what? You're right. We need to move into the modern era, and we're gonna strike down that rule, and you guys can start meeting on campus. You can be openly gay now. This is a Pacific university. Well, this becomes a news story, and I guess the school is part of this larger evangelical uh, community of universities. And mm-hmm. they, the head of that evangelical group, came out and said that if if they actually strike down that rule, then they can't really be part of the evangelical uh, community colleges, community of colleges. You know. So the administrators walked it back, and they have said now, no, we're going to keep this rule in place, but. The kid the LGBTQ students can still meet on campus. They're not gonna walk that part back, but they're still gonna it's it's still an official rule that you can't be openly gay on campus and you can't have gay relationships and whatnot. So what I wanna know, my question to you is what your thoughts on that are. But obviously also, how do you enforce that? Mike Lawson, tell me the answers to both those questions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know why I don't
0: understand I mean I guess they're getting a decent education but why would someone even want to kind of put themselves in this at this place um it just seems old and antiquated and even if you're not you know in the segment of the population that's clearly being discriminated against why would you want to participate in this kind of um you know environment <laughs>
1: I don't well, know well what's so funny is they, they talked to one of the, the, the student leaders from this LGBTQA plus sign movement, and she was saying, you know, that she's Christian, that you can be Christian and believe that Jesus loves you and still also be gay. Yeah. Um, And so, like, what's funny is everyone there is obviously afraid of their jobs because they did have a protest at the school, and professors would say – professors would talk on the record, but they would say, like, well, I'm only here as an observer. Like, I'm not – Necessarily supporting or denouncing this, I'm just here as an observer. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't know how, because here's the deal: years and years and years ago, I was talking to a guy on Grinder who was a grad student at at Azusa Pacific University. Oh, said so, he was gay. He was fucking dirty as fuck.
2: Yeah, you
0: know. So there, there was. Um. Well, first of all, there's a lot of like abominations in the Bible, and it's weird that homosexuality is the one that's like. <sighs> that we're picking out and kind of focusing on. And I feel like that's a sci- just something that's happening in our um, culturally, in our time right now. And mm-hmm. it's more political than anything. But um, so one, um, but I had a, a, I think I've told the story on here. So please stop me if I had, if I have, I had a friend from high school that was gay
3: mm-hmm.
0: or or is gay. And he <clears throat> came out to me like, when i was in college we were kind of like on aim talking okay. and he came out to me he was going to byu mm-hmm. super mormon family so he was just like you know i'm since we can't have sex at byu i'm just going to have i'll deal with this when i'm done with college
3: mm-hmm.
0: and he eventually like f- we were facebook friends for a little bit and then all of a sudden i like realized i haven't heard from him in a while so i like looked him up on facebook mm-hmm. and he had unfriended me <gasps> and he, he had married a woman oh <gasps> no yeah. no you've and never he, told the story on the show before and he was just living the mormon life now and like repressed and sad i bet um but maybe i'm projecting
1: maybe well what about he, what about the senator you know did i tell you that, like yeah, remember the senator I told that story on here. The state yep. senator. I what was about not, him? Well, okay. Well, he started. Oh, this is so good. He's married. He's married to a woman, and he recently started like Sweet Michael and uh, another person I know were getting like follows and stuff from him. But Sweet Michael in particular, because did I ever tell tell the story on here that the senator has a hot gay friend? Right? Who's also married and closeted, right? And he that friend I'm gonna um I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him a name for the friend. The friend's name is Keith, right? Okay. So Keith, so Sweet Michael thought Keith was really hot, okay, the gay friend. So Sweet Michael started messaging, no, no I'm sorry, he started following Keith on Instagram. Well, maybe a month or two ago, Keith send sweet michael a direct message on instagram and is like oh hey um i saw that you follow me but do we know each other right and so sweet michael goes what do i say so i just say just be kind of honest because let's see what he does i go just tell him that you don't know him but that you think he's hot as sweet michael tells him that he goes oh great cool you know but now he sends Sweet Michael these, like, sexually, like, pushing the line where there's still plausible deniability. Yeah. But, like, these sexually explicit, like, Instagram posts. Like, for instance, here's a perfect one. Like, he sends Sweet Michael, um, like, pictures of him after working out. And he's shirtless. And his, like, little gym shorts are just hanging off of his, like, V, you know? Uh-huh. He's like, uh-huh. oh, I just got done working out. I'm so sweaty. But it's just, like, they're direct messages to Sweet Michael. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So um, so they've been sort of playing that game. So anyway, that got me thinking about the state senator. I go, you know what? I'm going to text message him. I I, I feel badly. I sent him a text message. I was blocked. He blocked <gasps> me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you can <clears throat> tell if you're blocked? Yeah, if the person has an iPhone. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, if you start sending them instant messages and they turn green, and that they have their phone off, you're blocked. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I think it makes perfect sense that you are aware of that and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm constantly blocking people and being blocked. Right. So, um, yeah. So he blocked me. And I'm wondering, too, if he still listens to the show. He's Because he's he was, I mean, remember, a huge fan of Catching Up and uh, Drag Race Recap. Like, gigantic mm-hmm. super fan. So huh. I don't know. I don't know. He might hear this.
0: Um, well get it together as a Pacific University and um I don't know, it's twenty eighteen. Act like it. Yeah. The end. All right. Uh what do you got going on next week? Oh, I <clears throat> had um do you have it remember at the end of last episode I told you I had dinner with Steve? Oh yeah, uh huh. That happened. You said you had questions, but it was so uneventful. It was um there was a pho restaurant. There was this like weird diner that had trains in it, like going around the perimeter Mm -hmm. along the ceiling. And we thought that was so funny. And then they turned it into a sushi restaurant. Oh, really? (laughs) And we were so curious if they still had the trains. And uh, before we could get to the sushi restaurant, they turned it into a pho restaurant. So we went and had pho there and just caught up a little bit. Talked a lot about, like, our jobs and, I don't know, just real normal kind of friendly conversation.
1: That's good. Yeah. It's it's good that you're building that friendship.
0: Working on it, yeah. Yeah. What about, what do you got going on next week? Do you have anything?
1: You know, I just have, just trying to get this network on the ground. So I have a lot lot of uh, podcasts, you know, that I'm recording. You know, this Alyssa Edwards show. Um but other than that, no big, no. Nothing really. Just running on my podcasting business. Mike Loss, my podcasting mogul business that I am. I'm a podcasting mogul now. So that's, that's basically my job. Cool. Isn't that, that kind of gross? <laughs> no, I love it. I actually love it too. Which is so funny because I was talking to my cousin Natalie yesterday. And we were talking about somebody that we know who feels he's getting too old for acting and that he should quit. Yeah. And she was trying to encourage him. And uh and I was saying that, you know, and she was telling him, and I was saying that it's true, that, you know, you 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 how do I put this? Things happen at the right time for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, um, and I was saying with the podcasting thing, like, and I think we talked about this, like, I did stand up. I didn't quit stand-up because I was bad at it. I was okay with it, I was only been doing it for two or three years, so like if I would have kept going, I would have gotten even better, but it was just one of these things where I didn't like doing stand up. I think everyone thinks if you're funny that the natural progression is for you to be a stand up comic. And I just didn't really that that art form didn't really feel comfortable with me, you know? And you know, podcasting, like you started doing you were kind of a like, um, not I wouldn't say the earliest adopter, but you were on the early side. Of yeah. being a podcaster and then you brought me into it and, and that was a right time for me to start doing podcasting and then and i've gotten better at it over the years and so i think it just has happened at the right time like podcasting didn't exist when i was 21 years old or when i wanted to be a priest you know and now it does <laughs> and um now this is something that uh you know, I can pursue as a, and I'm. In, I'm in the position to do that now. I think everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. I'm not saying there's some sort of like divine force. I'm just saying the way the universe works, you you land up where you're supposed to land up. Do you agree with in that? Marianne Williamson's name? Amen. Yes, in Marianne Williamson's name. Amen. But yeah, other than other than podcast, I have nothing going on this week.
0: I feel like on. I feel I agree <laughs> with you, sort of, but maybe mine my Interpretations a little less like spiritual like things align time-wise like I, I feel like I put more emphasis on me than on the things so you're saying like things happen at a, at the right time I feel like I make things happen when and then I deal with them when they happen and I have no control over that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I but I feel like that's an agreement in agreement with what you're saying yeah just kind of different perspective of it
1: Different perspective.
0: <laughs> so uh, next week, next week, there was one thing. Crap. Miss Saigon is opening. Oh, okay. Going to be interesting. And then there was something. Oh, th- actually, as after we hang up from this, I'm having coffee with, you might remember, a uh, few weeks back, we talked about someone who I worked with who, I forget exactly how much I talked about on here, but we had to let go. Oh, yeah? Okay. So I'm having coffee with her in a little bit. She reached Ooh. out and wanted to, like, catch up. So that's interesting. I might, she might kill me.
1: <laughs> or you might kill her. No, I won't like... kill her. Oh, okay. she, um, she's a
0: girl. She's, she's no longer on the team. So that's going to be interesting. But nothing really. Kind of normal normal week settling into this new schedule i got so
1: as we've learned though those are the weeks whenever we have nothing going on That next week i'm like oh my god mike lawson a volcano um (laughs) took all all the houses around me out and i was the only one that lived or something like that okay well then i'll oh yeah wait you close this up sorry
0: (laughs) all right joey well it was nice catching up with you
1: go to hell mike (laughs)